Welcome to Sling Stones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey, proudly brought to you by Healing Care Ministries. Before today's show, we'd like to tell you about an event we're hosting in Columbus, Ohio on October 6th through the 9th. This event, titled Transformed, Desire, Beauty, and the Attachment Love of God, is bringing together a rare convergence of key thought leaders representing the fields of Christian theology, modern neuroscience, clinical counseling, inner healing, and spiritual formation. You know, in a season when many of us have learned how to simply survive, we're calling together these key thought leaders to refocus our attention on how we can continue to grow, be transformed, and then create beauty around us. We would love to have you join us in person or online. To find out more or to register, you can go to healingcare.org backslash events and click on the transformed event. Now here is Terry with this week's episode of Slingstones. Let's say a word of prayer. Father, we come to you often in dry places, in valleys, facing challenges. I pray that today we have a felt experience of your presence, that your precious spirit would confirm within our own hearts your care, your comfort, and your love. You are good, Father, and so good to us. We ask these things in the name of our Lord, Jesus. So recently, our oldest granddaughter has gone off to college. Her name is Grace, and she is a sweetheart. She has an amazing heart for God, very tender toward people, particularly people that are struggling. And I guess I would say that she has been raised in a nest of love, surrounded by a family that adores her. She grew up here in Ashland, Ohio, Uh, for many years and then went off with her family to Colorado and there her other grandmother and grandfather were present with cousins and she was very much part of family nurture and family care. And now she's off to a big adventure. She's moved 1,500 miles away to Grand Canyon University in order to pursue a degree as an educator. And As we talked to her, one of the things we discovered, and understandably so, that she was facing some fear and anxiety about all of this. I mean, she's going to a place she doesn't know. She had no friends. After being dropped off, her family would go back home, and there she would be by herself. And, I mean, she stepped into the fear, and she moved ahead, but it was a hard beginning. And I'm saying all that to say that I was not able to be a passive observer to this. It really stirred deep feelings inside of me. I didn't want her to feel homesick. I wanted her to be okay. I wanted her to make friends and have good roommates and feel safe. And my concern translated not into concepts and understanding, but deep feelings. Well, let me say that I've talked to her recently a couple times, and she's doing great, adjusting well, excited about her classes, involved already in some intramural sports. It's a good thing. 
But I have to admit that this brought to life a passage of Scripture for me that, well, it brings a lot of comfort to my life. It's found in Isaiah chapter 63, and Isaiah is beginning a section in verse 7 where he says, I want to tell about the kindness of God. I want to talk about deeds that God does that really deserve praise. And then he goes on and says, and there are many of these days, and they're spurred by the compassion and kindness of God for his own children. And in the midst of that, there is this line, in all of his children's distress, he too was distressed. You know, I think there have been times in my life where I see God, particularly the Father, as a an observer of my journey in life. But what Scripture makes crystal clear is he is far, far from simply a passive observer. And this idea that what distresses me distresses the Father, it's a principle that that goes deep inside of me and needs to go deeper still. He cares. He's engaged. There's even three words that are used here that I think are worth paying little attention to. It says here that in all of their distress, he too was distressed, and he redeemed them and lifted them and carried them. Redeemed them. That's God's way of saying, no, 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 this one belongs to me. You don't get to have her. You don't get to have him lifting the the images of fatigue, weariness, even fear and anxiety. And the scripture says, and God lifts them in that time. And then he carries them, moving them forward in ways that they are not able to move forward themselves. The text where it says that in all of their distress, he too became distressed. It goes on to say, the angel of his presence saved them. The angel of his presence. I have an image of that. It's, it's imagine God's on the throne and the angels are all around him and the angels that go from archangels all the way down to other kinds of angels. And God looks at you, and he sees you struggling, and he sees you in distress, and he himself feels that distress, and he turns to one of the angels right beside him, an angel that's right in his presence, and says, help them. He doesn't say, hey, assign some lesser angel to the job, but he turns and says, help them. Why? Because God God cares. He's compassionate. And he's kind. I want you to think about that right now. And no matter what circumstance you're facing, that God wants to redeem you, make sure that he has a firm grip on you, know you belong to me. He's willing to lift you, lift you up beyond your circumstance and let his strength carry you into the future. Now, as I read this, I couldn't help but then think about Jesus. 
You know, the scripture tells us that Jesus understands when we're in difficulty because he himself has faced that difficulty. He understands when we are in distress because he has felt that distress. And to be honest with you, he has felt more difficulty and distress than any of us ever have because he felt the full force of the evil one's attack against him. Evidenced most of all by the cross, he felt the violence of the evil one's anger toward him. And what scripture says is because he has felt that, he has sympathy for us. Now think about that. He's not, he's not again, yelling at us, telling us to buck up, be strong, hang in there like some coach standing on the sidelines. But he understands that it hurts and he sympathizes. He cares about what we're going through. This is why that scripture in Matthew 11 is so powerful when it talks about when we're when we're burdened, that he is gentle. He is gentle. And that somehow Jesus gets joy in helping us. I know there are times when you have probably felt all alone in the midst of your struggle. I know I have. But those feelings do not represent the reality of God's kindness or his presence or his care. We may not be aware of God's presence, but that doesn't mean that his presence isn't right there with us. I know that there are times when I have struggled. There's part of me that wants to shout out to the heavens. Don't you even care that I'm in this mess? But what the scripture is saying, he more than cares. He, he feels our distress. When we're distressed, he's distressed. I mean, how much more than my experience with my granddaughter, I, I, you know, I would walk around praying throughout the day, wondering, is she okay? Has she made a good friend yet? Is she homesick? And those were real feelings. And what the Bible tells us is that when God sees us struggling, it brings distress to his own heart. But he doesn't just sit there. He moves forward to do something about it. This is the reason that he sent Jesus. This is the reason that Jesus became one of us, why he tabernacled in our midst so that he could walk through this, feel what we feel, and then use his presence and his strength to carry us through to the other side. I don't know what you're facing today, but I want to say to you, God cares. You don't know what I'm facing today, but I need you to say back to me, God cares. And his caring is based on his kindness and his compassion. And that he's very present with us in the midst of these things. I don't think God ever gets to the point that he sees us stumbling along the path again, that he goes, oh, there they go again. I'm so weary of helping them. It appears as though what Scripture says is that it matters to him. This is one of the reasons that he sent the Holy Spirit to be with us. Remember, he is known as the helper and the comforter. Who needs help but those that are in a tough place? Who needs comfort but those that are hurting? 
And that's the role that he plays. The father is distressed. When we're distressed, Jesus has felt what we feel and sympathizes in our weakness. And the spirit is here to comfort us and care for us in the midst of our difficulties. And this is something that we need to know and that we need to share with each other and that we need to hold on to when things are hard. Certainly the passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians 12 comes to bear when Peter, I'm sorry, when Paul is crying out in his own distress and the Lord talks about the fact that his grace is sufficient. His grace is enough to carry us through, to strengthen us in the midst of this. And then it even says that he wants to give us his strength in our weakness. Boy, this is a change in the way I look at things because I think there are times when I believe I have to muster up my strength to go forward. And what Jesus is saying in my weakness, let his strength come within me. This is one of the teachings of A.B. Simpson, that in his own weakness, he learned that Jesus could be strong and that he didn't want to simply feel his feelings or his, his uh, weakness. He wanted to feel Christ's feelings and Christ's strength. And that certainly carried him through. Now, at every, any given time, there's usually 1,200, 1,500 people that listen to these podcasts. I am absolutely confident that out of that number of people, there are some folks that are facing some challenges today, some difficult times. And you may be wondering, does God know and does he care? And what scripture is telling us is important. Jesus sympathizes in our weakness. The Holy Spirit wants to bring us comfort and care and that when we are in distress, our Heavenly Father is distressed. It matters to him. So call out to him. Ask that you could experience his felt presence in the midst of the difficulty. And then be sure to tell of the kindness of the Lord. May God bless you. And may you feel the power of his compassionate love today. <music>